So who exactly are you with? FBI? NSA? I'm part of a bureau that licenses, monitors, and polices alien activity on the planet Earth. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Like just a grumpy old dude. I am sorry. It's... Oh, Quebec French is like the worst. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. The greater good. Yeah. I didn't have anything fancy for today. I'm sorry. There's nothing really you can do unless you were going to try to do like the little worm voices, you know, like, I don't know how you. Yeah, I thought about it, but then it was last minute and I was afraid it would just sound like complete garbage it, so I, that did. it would also just sound like you're just doing like a mexican stereotype so it's probably good that right not. and i don't like to be considered racist yeah let's 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 not yeah. go for that unless i'm with my grandfather and then it just happens because <laughs> he's old and... <laughs> from the hills of north carolina yeah yeah all right well this is episode 414 414 and tonight we're talking about men in black or i guess the men in black mib I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Andrew. The noisy cricket is actually pretty OP, Jimison. Yeah, it's bussin' bussin', yo. Uh, no cap. It slaps. <laughs> as, <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> um, it's, it's the vernacular of my nine-year-old. Yeah? I'm just throwing it out there. Oh, my, yeah. nine, my, my now 10-year-old does not say it slaps, and I'm so thankful oh. for it. Oh, it's coming. Don't you worry. Oh, uh, I, I guess <laughs> you're, you're probably right. Anyway, making their cheap seat reviews debut coming in all the way from Canada. That's right. We have once again, an international episode. Uh, it's very cool. All the way from Canada is Sonia lives also lives on a farm that was recently attacked by aliens. <laughs> It's true. It's true. She did. <laughs> I mean, part of that's tr- actually true. You do live on a farm. Um, no, I, I thought the part was going to be the aliens. That was true. But oh, no. well, maybe. I don't know. We haven't talked uh, recently, so who knows? <laughs> yeah. And Jessica. So do you want to know what I like to do late at night? From the Opinionated Luscious <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> nice little flag. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm just yeah. distracted. Uh, Sorry. No, no, it's all good. Um, yeah, we're from Opinionated Lushes. That's what we do. We drink and we talk and yeah, drink and talk, laugh at our own jokes yeah. very loudly. It's that a f- is a staple. We hope you laugh with us. The episode that I listened to was really fun uh, because it was about 75% man bashing and I was 100% agreeing with everything you said. So... <laughs> Um, I highly recommend their show. It is a lot of fun. Go listen to it. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. Yeah, Thank ab- you. Absolutely. And um, we'll we'll give them an op- another opportunity later to kind of plug their show where you can find out where you can, or I guess where you can find out where you can find their show and things like that. But I also have to laugh at my notes. I wrote opinionated Lushes incorrectly. Uh, Lushes came out as Lusher. And it's a good thing that I knew your podcast because 
multiple times I have said the name of the guest podcast wrong and had to go back and edit it. Boy, that's embarrassing. So fortunately, I didn't have to do that tonight. No, and we just got to hear you tell us how many times you can mess up. Oh, it, that's it, okay. Yeah, it happens a lot. Um, <laughs> and the fact that it's on vibe for our podcast would be messing up. Yeah, yeah, time. we mess up all the time. I edit the episodes and don't edit any of the mess ups. So, oh, I, I oh, see. Yeah. I yeah, that's not a thing on our show. Yeah, no. uh, <laughs> you have to really mess up big for me to edit it. Um, <laughs> So I I don't I I don't edit. It's not whatever. It's fine. I, I we are a conversational podcast, and it is okay. So, Men in Black. Here we go. I am very excited for this. Uh, I think Jessica, I was uh, negotiating with you with this movie, and I gave you the list yes. of movies, and you jumped all over this one, which is uh, I'm really glad you picked because it's been a long time since I've watched this. Same, actually. I just uh, it's one of those nostalgia hits for me. You know, it's like I see that. It's like I have to watch it. If it's yeah. playing at a local drive-in, well, now I'm going, you know? Yeah. Do you have local drive-ins where you are? <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I do. I do. And sometimes they have retro nights, you know, where they yeah. play 90s hits. Like, yeah, it's good. That's cool. There's where I live. There are two drive-in movie theaters that are equally 45-minute drives away from me. So it doesn't matter which direction I go. I got to go in, you know, nearly an hour. And last October, I took my wife on a date night to go watch Hocus Pocus at the drive-in. Ooh, that's a good movie. So it was. We're a, doing that for Halloween, right, Sonia? Yeah, we're dressing up. Yeah, we're dressing up Hocus Pocus style. Oh, nice. The, the Sanders adult sister. version. <laughs> yeah, adult I, version. Yeah. I don't know that I've ever been to a drive-in. Really? Yeah. I mean, Isn't, I don't even know how they work. Like, you're I mean, in I've a seen car. Screen, but <laughs> yeah. like, you how do you? It's the radio. The you tune in to the right radio station. It comes right through your car. Yeah. Or if it's like old fashioned, have... sometimes they have speakers that are outside. Oh, do you have to have a, a radio or I mean, like what if you drive up and you don't have a radio? You drive, you have, have a car that doesn't have a radio. <laughs> yeah, what car doesn't <laughs> I mean, have a radio? Maybe. Like I understand I mean, not do, having but... a CD player or not having like a, you know, anything like that anymore, but they all have radios. Well, it depends on where you live. Maybe somebody already jacked it. It's true. How do you do? They're all computers now. Like you got like like carjacking hackers out there stealing, yeah. you know, smart radios. Yeah, you just you just sit in your car. Usually, like so, for you, Andrew, with your pickup truck, you would just back your truck in, open oh, yeah, up the windows, you put a mattress on the bed of the truck, and yeah. then you can like oh. sit in it or like a little bed. Get one of those inflatable pools. Yeah. Or that works too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure your boys would love that. We used to go that. with my dad's van, and like he would, all the kids would go on top of the van. Yeah, oh. <laughs> with like some blankets, and we'd just be like on top of the car. We just knock if we want snacks. Yeah the the first one I went to was in college, but it wasn't anywhere where we live, Andrew. It was I was visiting with uh, our friend Chris up in New York, upstate New York, and uh, of course, not knowing any better, it was a double feature. And I made the mistake of not turning my car on to let the, the engine run. So my battery died. Uh -huh. So fortunately, you know, the, 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 the owners there, they come by a little golf cart and they have the jumper and they, they will jump and get you out of there. But yeah, it happens. I mean, the last one we went to, we saw Buzz Lightyear with the kids uh, during this summer. And the person next to me, their car died uh, right after the movie. <laughs> so I had to give them a jump right, right there. So. They should have signs. 
No, that happens every time. time. If you stay all the way to the end of the last movie, you'll just see like some cars not start and just the owners going around. We have that here too all the time. Yeah, it happens. (laughs) Anyway, uh, (laughs) yes. So uh, Men in Black at the drive-in theater. Go watch it now or you can watch it on Netflix like probably the rest of us did. Uh, 1997's Men in Black. And if by some chance you don't know what this is, Andrew... I guess I should have made clear, right? We all watch the right Men in Black, right? We all watch the original 97 one, right? <laughs> the ori- yes, with yes, the, yes. We double checked with each other. Not the, the original. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't sure if you were serious. I just wanted to I was say like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. All right. Yes. So, Andrew, tell tell people what, what this is. A police officer joins a secret organization that polices and monitors extraterrestrial interactions on Earth. That's sure. all she wrote. That's the first <laughs> 10 minutes of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much the clip you played. Yeah, pretty much. So there's the other yeah. clip, right? There's the long one where Rip Torn is going through. We are the thing. We are the whatever. We are the guys that wear the thing. Like, and he does the whole, it's like a three and a half minute monologue. And I thought, well, that's just too long for an intro. So that's why I did the one where it's kind of, I just like where Will Smith just, eh, whatever. That's why that was our intro. But, Anyway, yeah, so 97th and Men in Black. I'm pretty sure I watched this in theater. Anybody else see this in the theater when it came out? I did. I think, Jessica, you would have been too young, right? I think we've established. I was six, so (laughs) (laughs) Um, I might have, but I don't remember. Okay. Wow. All right. Yeah, Sonia, you weren't kidding. (laughs) I know. See, the little baby. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not a... I am 31. <laughs> I'm in my 30s. That makes me a legal adult. Yeah. <laughs> Just barely. Just barely. Uh, are you old enough to drink on your podcast? <laughs> no, that's why I make friends with older people like Sonia to buy me my alcohol. Nice. And then she has to move away. <laughs> I know. Tell me about it. <laughs> so far. Uh, anyway, so yeah, uh, so let's hit our five word reviews. I'm really interested to talk about this movie. Let's let's see if it holds up. Andrew, what you got? Um, I have one, and it's if you count the hyphens, it's five words. Nice, I do count. Th- we don't count right. the hyphens. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. So an awesome sci-fi buddy cop comedy. Yeah, I like That's that. Yeah. 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 I went to see this movie when I was in seventh grade when it came out, or maybe sixth grade. I don't remember. I was too young to be watching it, I remember, because of the first words that are spoken in the movie. Um, I remember my mom audibly gasping. (laughs) And she was like, oh, God, we shouldn't have came. Uh, Because the the first words are cuss words. And as a, what is that, 11-year-old? Something like that. I... I was probably too young to, to hear those words, but I turned out okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, I I haven't seen this in quite a while, and I love watching this movie. It still makes me laugh. The chemistry between Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith is all amazing. Uh, Rip Torn, like we've mentioned, uh, he is just awesome in everything that he's in. God rest his soul. And... Um, the uh, Tony Shalhoub. I forgot Tony Shalhoub was in this movie. 
Um, and that scene just makes me cackle every time I watch it. Um, so there's just so much in this that I love and I'm glad that we watched it for tonight. Nice. All right, cool. Uh, Jessica. Okay. This is my first five word review and I don't know if you guys have get this yet. I like talking. So five words was really (laughs) hard for me. I spent all day on this. Well, that's kind of the point of the thing is to, to make it kind of challenging. Like how do you boil down a movie in five challenges? (laughs) <laughs> you're no, you're okay. a singer songwriter. I feel like you do like challenges. Yeah, no, no, I do. Okay, okay. Great movie could be real. Ooh. <laughs> you know, I like there's. Like, I like how you acted that is? too. Some secret alien organization out there, and they made this movie so that we think it's fake. And when we see men in black like that, we're just like, oh, it's, they're just dressing up. Ha, 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 ha. But really, it was all just a ploy. <laughs> what if instead of the men in black, though, it's it's like the employees of Walmart? Yeah, like that's what I'm ones. saying. Yeah. Could be real. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Okay, I like good. I like the acting, the too. That was good. Walmart. I've worked at Walmart and yeah, it's it's definitely them. They all work with aliens. <laughs> Yeah, I, I worked in the photo lab back when they had film and in, in the Walmart photo lab. And I saw some great things, both in the store, behind the scenes, and on film. Yeah, yeah oh, I'm sure you did. <laughs> so, yeah, so mine's based in conspiracy. But great movie. Great movie. That was the first two words of yeah. my Freiburg review. All right. You said do you have other, you had other ones. Me? Yeah. No. Oh, no. Okay. No. No. I, <laughs> I I spent all day writing those five words. Okay. Okay. I, I, I thought I heard you say my first one was. That's why I was expecting. Uh, like, yeah. No. This was one the one I landed on, and I was trying to make imitation was very important in the reading of that. So yeah. I was practicing all day, as you can see, <laughs> rehearsing. Yeah. It was beautiful. I, I just Thank I you. do. Thank you. No, the acting was fantastic. Uh, better than some people in this movie. I, I do think, <laughs> I do think that our listeners need to know that Jessica has probably four times more notes than I do, which is fantastic. So I love it. <laughs> good, good, good. Okay. Sonia. I wrote Vincent Donofrio is a godsend. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's hard to look at him and it's hard to watch him in this movie and think you're going to be the kingpin (laughs) in just a few short years and like be one of the best things to hit Marvel TV. Uh He's just so versatile. Like he has a lot of roles where he's different in all of them. He's not like a typecast actor. He's wide range. He's amazing. Yeah. He's the best actor in this film. (laughs) <laughs> my opinion. I agree. I think yeah. I think that's fair to say. I mean, even with the movie with Tommy Lee Jones, I mean, Tommy Lee Jones is kind of always the same thing, like just a grumpy <laughs> old dude. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then I think Will Smith is kind of the same thing in everything. I mean, except for maybe like the pursuit of happiness or the the thing that he just won the Oscar for for slapping Chris Rock, but like <laughs> But for the most part, he's always, he's always fresh prints. He's just sad yeah. fresh prints or yeah, yeah. fresh prints or, or, or yeah. serious fresh prints. Yeah, but or, or fresh prints as a cop or fresh prints as an as a fighter pilot in Independence Day or you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. 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 yeah it's the same thing. Um okay. Yeah, no, I, I like that. That's a good one. That's a real good one. Yeah, Donafrio's great. Um 
I know it's not the same role, but we, uh, was it Monday night? So Monday was my son's birthday. A couple of days ago, my son's birthday turned 10. And so as a treat, we got to, we watched, we actually watched TV while we ate dinner. Normally we don't. We always usually just have music playing because we don't like to have TV on while we're eating. It encourages communication. But because it was his birthday, we let him, we had a movie on and it was Into the Spider-Verse. And I loved that movie so much. So seeing the Kingpin there and in that role, it's still, all I can still think of is D'Onofrio's role as the Kingpin in Daredevil. So, okay. Um, well, we're just going to cook on through. I'm just going to go ahead and say my yeah. five review. Usually they don't go this fast. Usually we, we talk for like 30 minutes in between each five word review, but you know what? Oh, the- I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> fine. Straight to the point. You said five words. We gave you five words. Like, <laughs> no, no, you guys are playing by the rules that we initially That's set right. down. We this is the rule. Yeah. yeah, we do. <laughs> we usually don't follow the rules. <laughs> no, our podcast is a rules that we just tell ourselves we follow and sure. then forget. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's fine. Again, you know, even my script is just a guideline. It's not real any kind of formality or anything. Uh, I wrote, I actually did too. Uh, I also did um, fun alien government cover up. Uh, Cover up, I guess, is two words. And Will Smith at his prime. Yeah. 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 This is before rock slapping times. Yeah. Yeah. What? Rock slapping times? Yeah, where you slapped. Oh, kick slap Chris. I don't know why. He wasn't wasn't out slapping rocks. I was really confused. He wasn't finding finding boulders. What movie was that? I missed it. Well, that's why I was confused. Like, did he do that in After Earth? Because that was a bad movie. Like, did he slap a rock? Half hours slapping various rocks. Yeah, is that why that movie was bad? Was just him slapping rocks? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the only th- I, the only thing I've seen him slap is maybe some boobies in in uh, Wild Wild West. Yeah. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. A, <laughs> some good that slapping. And Chris Rock's all I've all I've ever seen him slap. Yeah, okay. All good slaps. No, all, all yeah. good. Top ten slaps. <laughs> Go to Will Smith. <laughs> um, you know it's funny. I, I was you said uh, Wild Wild West, and it made me wonder. Oh, how many Will Smith movies have we done? Uh. Because it's been a few, right? We've done... Have we done any of the bad boy movies? I don't think we've done bad boys. Have we? I don't think so. I can't remember now. Obviously, we've just... done the King Richard. Bad Boys is just another cop movie, but without the aliens. Yeah. So, yeah. It's the same thing. Same thing. You didn't miss out. No, we did do Bad Boys 2. So, we've done Bad Boys 2... Uh, we've done Enemy of the State, right? Didn't we do Enemy of the State? Yeah. <laughs> when you've done 400 movies, it's hard to remember sometimes. Uh, <laughs> let's see. So we bad boys. Uh, I don't think we've done I Robot. I don't think we have. We should do that. That would be a good one. I thought we did. Oh, <laughs> see, here we go. <laughs> this, this I feel like we just talk about it often. Maybe we haven't. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's like a few podcast episodes where you keep bringing it up, but never a podcast about it. Yeah, we've not done I that think one. That's true. So, yeah. and then Wild Wild West. So, I mean, that's like, uh, yeah, it's like three of them. That's not bad. Three. Oh, Gemini Man. We also did Gemini Man. I remember doing that one. So, we've done four. Oh, a terrible movie. It had so much potential. Ugh. I wouldn't so say terrible. Oh, and we also did Bright. That's five. We did Bright. Uh-huh. So that's five. But yeah. you're full of Will Smith. Yeah, we're, we, we're like his number one fan. Yeah, you guys should like start a Will Smith fan club. 
That's not a bad idea. <laughs> oh, we also did Hancock. So we're up to six now. <laughs> oh, wow. You're outdoing You're yourselves. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. You uh, make like Will Smith your logo now. That's that's all this podcast is. Will Smith movies. Will Smith movies. You know, <laughs> well, I will say this about you know the you know your 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 punchline there is that like most of the most successful podcasts are ones that are very niche. Like they have a very oh, focused yeah. thing. You know, like we are a movie review podcast. We review all movies that are streaming. So we're not nearly as niched as say you know, like a Star Trek podcast or a Star Wars podcast or only 80s, things like that, you know, and they they typically uh, are more successful. And that's also because well, they probably have more it's talent. Because, it's because some people might like only want to watch or listen to one episode of the podcast based on the movie that they're looking for the review for yeah. versus like a Star Trek fan is going to watch all the or listen to all the Star Trek podcasts because... They, they, that's what they like. Yeah, and you're you're exactly right because there's been a lot of times where someone's like, "Yeah, I listened to your single episode of this, mm-hmm. right?" Which is fine. Hey, you listened. I'm I'm down for it. Like whatever. Uh, it's not very often we're going to get uh, fans like um, we have a fan that's going back and listened to all 400 episodes. She started from one and has worked her way up. Uh, last Hi, week, uh, yeah, Denise. Yeah, we keep saying hi to her. She's not going to hear these until oh, I long. I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> It's gonna be like a year for me, though. It's gonna no, be it's like fine. It is we have like one number one fan, and he's our only Patreon, and we say hi to him all the time. That's awesome. So it's just you know. Hey, that's cool. <laughs> that's that's awesome. Yeah, that's we say hi to her, and uh, and we have a couple other ones that are that are kind of awesome diehard. Uh, Rosie is a, a listener. In fact, she's on Twitter right now promoting our Serenity episode. Oh, good job, Rosie. Uh, because I think today was like the uh, anniversary of the first episode of Firefly, I think. It, it is, oh. yes. Yeah. And so she's she's been promoting anyone that ever touched Firefly or Serenity. She's been all over. So thank you, Rosie, if you listen to this, which she probably does. Because it's so funny. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about Rosie here for a second. Rosie will message me if it's a movie she does. she's not sure about, if she wants to watch. And she'll say, did your wife like it? Because she knows that my wife watches the movies with me. And if I'll say, like last week we watched Joker. And she said, so did your wife like Joker? And I said, she did not. And she says, then I'm not going to watch it. So, Oh, that's cute. That's awesome. It, it actually really is awesome. Rosie's the best. So, All right. So Men in Black, this movie, 97's Men in Black, directed by this guy who I walked away from, Barry Sonnenfeld. Uh, and I said his name weird for some reason. Barry Sonnenfeld. He's done, well, a bunch of things, right? He's he's known for such other movies as he did the first Adams Family movie, which is fun, right? Yeah. yeah no, that's that's part of my Halloween list. Nice. So, yeah. Uh-huh. Nice. And then he did the second one, Adams Family Values, which I also like too. I think that's a fun movie that, too. I think I think both of those were fairly even. Yeah. Like it wasn't like a drop at the sequel. It was. Because they usually do, like this movie. Yeah, usually. Yeah. Yeah. Men in Black 2 <laughs> yeah. was bad. Um, yeah, Men in Black 2 I did not like. Which he also directed. He directed this one, Wild Wild West, uh, Men in Black 2, something called Big Trouble. He did that RV movie with uh, uh, Robin Williams. Robin Williams, Rob- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, the movie was interesting. He did yeah. a handful of TV movies. He did Men in Black 3. He did Beverly Hills Cop, the TV movie. 
Uh, I didn't even know that existed. I didn't either. <laughs> I'm, now we I'm have, missing out, apparently. We need to dive in here. Hold on. Aaron Foley, a police officer on the rise, tries to escape from under the shadow of his father's legacy in Detroit by busting into rich and famous Beverly Hills. Okay. It sounds great. Sign me yeah. up. So Brandon T. Has old man, old man Eddie Murphy. I don't, I don't recognize any of these actors. Oh, Eddie Murphy is in it as Detective <laughs> Axel Foley. At least he's in it. But I don't recognize any of these other people. I always wonder how actors feel when like they define something and then it makes a comeback and then they have to play an old cameo character of the thing that they made famous. I always wonder, like, do you feel like, do you die a little inside or do you feel proud? (laughs) You know, like, are you like, wow, like this is amazing. Next generation is going to get to experience this. Or you're like, man, I miss my prime. You know what I mean? Yeah. did Did you guys see the thing about Harrison Ford and Indiana Jones? No. Uh, yeah, I did. He was yeah. talking about, and he was weeping. Like he was. Aww. Well, he wasn't. He was emotional. He wasn't weeping. But oh, I'm gonna imagine him weeping now. Harrison well, like Ford weeping. Like he's on stage at D3 talking about Indiana Jones Five, and people are clapping, and he gets he gets super emotional talking about like he's so glad to have done these movies and that they that people love them and they love this character. And then like he was like, he was like, it's hard to tell if it's just because he's 80 and he just has that old man voice, but it sounds like he's like (laughs) seconds away from just full on crying. And then he ends it with, but the best part is that this movie is really good. (laughs) So people (laughs) cheered because the last one wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of Harrison Ford interviews I've seen. He's like usually high. I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Like, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. 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 It's, it's great. He always gives good interview, but it's, he's usually high. Yeah. He, he does. Yeah. He just, he always strikes me as a guy that's just very pragmatic, right? Like I remember an interview with like Conan or Brian or something when they're like, so when you went, you got back on the set for the millennium Falcon for the first time, what did you think? He said, I thought I got paid. And you know, it's like they paid me a lot of money to come back and do that role. Yeah, yeah. So he's very funny. Anyway, I don't want people to think that we don't like Men in Black because we're not talking about it very much. But (laughs) Oh, sorry. No, we just switch topics a lot. This is normal for us. I apologize for our derailment. It's it's pretty normal for us too. Andrew would agree. But usually what happens is if we derail a lot, it's usually because we don't want to talk about the movie. (laughs) Oh, no, we love Men in Black. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We love it. Uh, so yeah, uh, this movie I think totally holds up and I'm really curious, uh, mainly cause Jessica has a lot more notes than I do. Some of what you, what you've got written down. Cause my rule is if I don't take a lot of notes, it usually means I like it. it usually means that, that I'm into the movie and there's just not a lot for me to write about because this movie one, it's short. I forgot how short yeah. this movie is hour and a half. Like I, yeah. I love it for that. I really do. It, it doesn't waste time it's just here's what we are and we're just gonna do the thing and i love it i i love it so jessica tell me what you got because i'm (laughs) really interested to hear what you wrote here um is this spoilers free or can i talk spoilers oh yeah this this movie's 100 years old you're fine i just want to i just want to make sure i just want to make sure okay okay (laughs) um so my notes (laughs) 
are just I'm me free writing while I'm watching the movie. Okay, so yeah. I'll read a couple, and then you can try to guess what scene it's from if you'd like. <laughs> um, try to do a game. Okay, let me see. <clears throat> Don't sir me, young man. You have no idea who you're dealing with. Okay. okay. And I wrote that as favorite quote. So that was my favorite quote from the movie. I have, um, I want to know the whole popcorn joke that Tom, Tommy Lee Jones was telling in the restaurant. Was that improv? Me too. I want to know the actual, the right? Beginning. He's coming in know. and he's laughing. He's like, <laughs> and then she grabbed the popcorn. And then I was, and I was just like, what? I don't hear a punchline. Yeah. Where, where, how'd that joke start? That was just my curiosity. One of always oh, for years, for years. Right. Like, What's the beginning of this? I need what? to know. And and like, did, was it in the script? Was it just laugh? Ha ha ha. Popcorn. Da, 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 da. <laughs> or did he was just like, and making fake jokes as he's just laughing at it. Cause I've done that with kids. All right. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So here we go. When Kay is in the restaurant with James, the scene starts with Kay telling the punchline of a joke that's likely a variation of the following. So here's okay. the joke. A farmer went to town with his pet rooster to see a movie. Animals weren't allowed in the theater, so he put the rooster in his overalls front pocket and smuggled it in with him into the crowded theater. When the lights were dimmed, he let the bird peek out so we could see. The woman sitting next to him noticed and she nudged her husband. This man's a pervert. He's got a He's got his cock out. Her husband replied, so it's nothing you haven't seen before, to which his wife said, but honey, this one's eating my popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You answered one of my question notes. <laughs> Yay. That's really funny, actually. I've never that's heard that. Amazing. Uh, oh. That's funny. Thank so, you. Well, all Thank I did you. was I went into trivia and then just did this, the, find some, the, the find search uh, whatever just typed in popcorn and that's what popped up. So there you go. <laughs> this is an education it show. Cuts, it only ends with him. They And then the wife says, but he's eating my popcorn. So you miss all the context. You don't know what's eating the popcorn. You don't know why there's popcorn. Yeah. So now we know. And I also love, I also love that Will Smith is not at all amused by the joke. <laughs> right. <laughs> maybe he missed the beginning too. He was just coming out of it. You maybe, know? Like, maybe you're right. I, yeah. my favorite part of that scene, honestly, is Tommy Lee Jones's laugh. I love, I could listen to him laugh. It's just great. Um, and so much so that I captured some of it. <laughs> so, um, there, there's something that I'm confused about with the flashy thingy. Okay. And it kind of oh, has I have to notes. the joke. <laughs> okay, good. So the flashy thing, it, it seems like it affects different people in different ways. I mean, and of course, they all forget what's happened. But like, he's flashy thing, the poor morgue lady, so many times <laughs> yeah. that, that like, it lasts for 10 seconds, and then she's immediately functional again. But if Tommy Lee Jones told, tells Will Smith this entire joke, and he gets the end, how long... <laughs> Has he been coming out of this fog of gain, <laughs> regaining his memory, or not memory, but regaining consciousness, basically? And even then, he still seems out of it, you know? So, there's to me, that's a little... They do explain... Issue, they do explain... At the end of the movie, when um, Kay is giving the, neuro the neuralizer to Jay, that it's minutes weeks years or minutes months years or something there's three buttons on the back and yeah, it is correlated yeah. to a time 
So that's so I what, wonder that's what that, I was like, see, that's what I've always wondered is what is that like are you is that you're setting that to how much you're rewinding? Uh, yeah, like, like that, I don't and maybe the more you rewind, the longer it takes to come out of it. So if it's like five minutes, uh, then it's like five minutes to come sense. back. Or it's like yeah. cold medicine. We're theorizing here. We don't, yeah. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. So. Yeah, yeah, we obviously don't know. It's a thing that's not real. But but you're not wrong because like the, if the movie's going to take a moment to explain it, then I kind of want to know how it works uh-huh. a, a little bit, you know. So I guess I guess that's what it, you're right. It was like hours, days, years, or something I think like it was that. Days, months, years. Days, months. So, something. But it had to be something like smaller that. than days, right? You don't want to lose a whole day, right? It's not like. He flashy thing the the morgue lady and she's like, "What day is it?" You know, she was just like, "Hey, who are you guys?" And then he hit her again, and then she's just just standing there. And then I guess when those guys that go in, and he's like, "She's gonna need a new memory," and then Will Smith looks at him, make it a happy memory. Did they have to flashy thing her again? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. <laughs> like that's what I have. I have long term memory effects for Doctor Weaver? Question mark. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that would explain deja vu, though. You know, like when we experience deja vu, sometimes I do think back to this movie and I'm like, who has flashy thing to me? Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's a lot better than the Matrix when the Matrix did their thing with deja vu when he sees the cat, you know, immediately again. That's not deja vu. You just saw the same cat that that I love the Matrix, but that line has always bugged me like for forever. But yeah, I'm also strange. <laughs> Um, I did write um, a hypothesis I have for their testing procedures for Men in Black, if you would like to hear it. Yeah. Okay. So when the one guy, sorry, I'm bad with names of characters, especially. That's fine. But when the head guy is talking to all the new recruits about the test, the simple tasks that they're going to have to do, right? And he says, we're going to test your motor skills, concentration, and stamina. Okay. But they only do two tests. So my first, the first test was filling out the paper where, jump scare, the table screeches. That's, that always jump scares me. That's jump scare. Um, Will Smith is the only one to use his large motor skills to grab the big table so that he can use his small motor skills to fill out the paper. So he passed the motor skills test. But see, like I, 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 I see your point, and and I'm not. I mean, I know what you're doing. For me, yeah. like that that test wasn't a. I know you're you're making the joke about because that's what he says. We're going to test your motor skills. I yeah. think maybe that's more about the gun range. I always just took that as critical thinking, right? Well, yeah. You know, like obviously, we're we're going to make you take this test in the most uncomfortable way possible. Are you willing to in an egg? Yeah, in an egg chair, which I've sat in. Those are weird. <laughs> um. You know, are you willing to stand out to yeah. do the the thing that needs to be done? Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of want to, I almost want to see how that scene would have played out. Right. Cause he, he screeches it over and he's like, Hey, you want to get down on this? Like did the rest of the guys just then huddle around the table and squat down? You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like they didn't, they had to prove a point that they could do it without doing the, the thing that he just did. Yeah. You know, like they're trying to follow the rules. Yeah. That no one stated, you know, because <laughs> yeah, it's in their head because they yeah. were all in the army and all this other stuff. Well, he was just NYPD. Just, yeah. <laughs> just. Okay. But the second one was concentration, which I said was for the shooting because he's the only one that shot the suspicious person. Yeah. 
because he waited and he focused. And then the last one was stamina. And that's when he goes to get coffee with the aliens. And that is the test. That's how he passed it off. I got it. I got it. By the way, Jessica, for those listening at home, this is not going to be funny for you at all. But your camera is freaking out right I now. I am sorry. It's because I'm moving. I could shut it off. Like, no, it's fine. fine. It's just... <laughs> it's- I'm very animated. No, I B can't is, help it. No, it's amazing. I B really is, thought it was my eyes. I'm not gonna <laughs> it. Like, I was like, oh my god, I gotta take my contacts out. <laughs> no, it's because I moved it over, and now I'm like, every time I move, it's like trying to capture <laughs> it, me, but it's not. It's it, not working. It's and almost I can't edit like it right now. It's almost like pulsating a little bit. It's fantastic. Again, for those <laughs> listening at home, you can't obviously appreciate what we're experiencing right now. But it's she also has behind her left shoulder the head <laughs> of the mayor from. Uh, Halloween Town. Yeah, yeah, yeah Halloween Nightmare Town, Nightmare Christmas. Before Christmas. And it's fantastic, by the way. It's a, it's a fantastic prop. And oh, it's a lampshade. <laughs> yeah, yeah obviously. Wonderful. I made it. Yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> this it's, is what I was last Halloween. No, that that's amazing. Paper mache. That's wonderful. Yeah, and I love that it's in the shot, but it's like because your camera is focusing in and out. Like <laughs> Too I think, many faces. Too I think that's what's faces. happening. I think the camera thinks that that's a face in the shot, so it doesn't know what to do. There you go. Just cover it with your chair. Again, sorry, listeners at home, but that was more, more for me than anybody yeah. else. All right. What else you got? Uh, um, okay. That was that was like half a page. That was... Uh, oh, wow. um, I said we should have an intergalactic kegger. I feel like that would be a good themed party. Sure. So if yeah. we ever host that, we'll invite you. We'll extend invites. Yeah, yeah. Andrew and I can drive up to Canada. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and... Um, I loved the names because um, Kay would always come in with like Dr. Leo Manville or Special Agent Mannheim. He always includes man in his. Yeah. And then when he calls, you know, Agent uh, J, um, Mr. Black, and yeah. then he makes the face. And so <laughs> yeah, then he like calls really him man? Dr. White. Yeah. <laughs> but then in the movie, like, and then after Dr. White, it's like Jay's the one that forgets the names. Which is yeah. why Kay makes easy names in the first place that he kept making faces at so that you wouldn't forget. So, yeah, I thought that was uh, was that was fun. But I mean, like Agent Mannheim, you know, like those are like he says it so quickly, like it almost it almost wanted to be like Agent Johnson from the FBI, you know, like <laughs> especially from Die Hard when he's like, this is Special Agent Johnson. No, the other one, you know, it's like just just make them all the same. Make it easy. Yeah. But which is funny, Andrew, if you remember from Enemy of the State, this same joke is used in that movie when yeah. um when they walk in to the store, the electronic store, uh Gene Hackman says say had a bill and then uh, uh Will Smith says hi Bill to the to the guy who also says hi Bill back and then he goes, "Wait a minute. I thought you said my name was Bill." He goes, I thought his name was Bill. No, your name is Bill. Well, you're going to have to tell me that stuff. Like they do the same bit in that. So anyway, Will Smith doesn't know whose name is, I guess is the point of the joke. He doesn't read the script. Yeah. No. <laughs> he didn't have your notes there. Um, I have one um, thing I wrote about the film. I said, if the alien had have known the word caller, the movie would have been a lot shorter. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Should have ended. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... Because he called it a belt, and it's not. This is not. I get it. English wasn't his first language, so good on him for speaking multiple languages. I'm just saying it would have, but drastically shortened the film. You're not wrong. Ooh, my voice cracked. <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong. 
uh, in that, you know, how is he able to live in New York for as long as he has? I mean, to, to have a jewelry shop and not know the and, difference. And a cat. And Did a you cat. not buy the collar? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he didn't walk into a pet store and say, I would like a belt for my cat. <laughs> you know, he might have. And they were like, probably understood. I mean, I would as- I would assume that yeah. at this point. But yeah, so that was my note. I'm pretty sure it's so, supposed to be code. Like, so the other alien doesn't find it as easy. Like, someone overheard, oh, it's on Orion's belt. Like, I think it was supposed to be code because the cat. He does it. Weird. He does it like, but, but, what's the word? <laughs> belt. Yeah, you know, like, she, that's his dying words. Yeah, so. <laughs> she, because she finishes belt, or he does. Will Smith does, because yeah. we, we know the phrase Orion's belt. What's the word? Yeah. 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 So. <laughs> And then so we have, he had it on the word. About, I, I got a question about the uh, the galaxy. Yeah. Is this the galaxy that he is from? Or is this just a galaxy that he happens to be in possession of? Because if that's the galaxy he's from, how did he get out of that tiny little marble? I think. And yeah, I, I mean? think I think he lives in our galaxy. But that was a galaxy. Somebody else's galaxy. And, and they talk about it being a power source. Like you can use that galaxy as like the greatest, it's the greatest power source in something, yeah. something, something. So yeah. I'm, but yeah, I think he just owns that galaxy. Yeah. He's, he's just when God. I first watched the movie. To that galaxy. I, you know, many years ago, I thought that that was his home galaxy. Oh, sure. And then this time watching it, I was thinking, there's no way that could possible <laughs> yeah, unless just, you could shrink down and jump into there somehow. He's, he's just, well, he was very small. Maybe that he was like a giant of his kind. I mean, he's know? he's still responsible for it, which is an interesting idea to be responsible for something that, you know, saying to be responsible for potentially trillions of lives and you put it on your cat. <laughs> You know, that's yeah, you know. I wouldn't trust my cats with that no. at all. <laughs> so, uh, it's there, you know, this is the thing that's going to go lick its butt for the next 20 minutes and then throw up. And it's just, <laughs> yeah, but in, in the end credit scene, you have like kids playing with galaxies like they're marbles, right? Yeah, so maybe the aliens are just ign- insignificant little playthings. Oh, is it like like Whoville on snowflakes, but it's all these aliens and marbles? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. Dr. Seuss was right. Dr. Seuss <laughs> was right. It, it is an interesting, it, it kind of does mess with your brain if you think about it too much with the idea like, okay, well, our galaxy, though we can see other galaxies, we can see, so like is is our universe uh, like contained or is it we're, uh, our galaxy is contained in the marble and when we look up, it's because the marble bag it, we're inside the marble bag and we can yes, see the right. other galaxies. Somebody else owns us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can always look visitors. outward. Yeah. <laughs> you know, can't look inward. You can't. Yeah. I do like, uh, I, I, so astronomy was my science in college. And the thing that always really messed with my brain is the idea that, that the universe is both infinite and uh, expanding. Yeah. yeah. It's a little freaky. You're right. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Because we all like he, the professor tells you this, and you just kind of he just kind of pauses there to let you like your melt your brain melt a little bit, and you're like, what? And then he says, put it to you this way: imagine the universe is a sphere, right? And we are living on the surface of the sphere. We're not inside it, but we're on the surface. The surface is infinite, right? Because it's a 
it's a ball. It doesn't have an end, right? It's a, you know, whatever. But if it's, you know, you, you add air to the ball and it expands, you're expanding the infinite. He says, that's how our universe is. It's like, oh, but then of course, then you're like, but that would mean that we're having to, we're having to expand into another space. And he's like, yeah, but don't think about that. So <laughs> <laughs> we don't need you spiraling. <laughs> right. It's like, okay. Don't need you to go the depression here. Finish your exams first. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so a few of the notes that I wrote, uh, that, I mean, literally I wrote, my first note was, I love the uncomfortable egg chairs. So that was note number one. Number two, I really didn't like, this is the only thing in the whole movie that bothers me is when they when they get into that Ford LTD and they speed up the film to make it seem like <laughs> it's going faster. I hate yeah. when movies do that, yeah. especially after like 1987 <laughs> because it yeah. looks terrible. It it doesn't work. I hate that so much because the, this movie isn't a serious movie. Like it's an action comedy, but that turns it into slapstick to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I think you can make that scene without you do it without speeding up the film. You can and make it just as believable. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. just you just have to actually put a legitimate engine in that car. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Put put a legitimate. I mean, those cars already came with V8 engines. My grandmother had one. She had a Mercury Grand Marquis. Grand Marquis. It was a one of those town cars, right? This car was longer than my Jeep is now. I mean, these are huge cars. And they had big Ford V8, 5.4 liter, you know, get seven miles to the gallon cars because gas in the mid 80s was cheap. Um, once you get past the, well, yeah. it was, it was cheap. So you could build cars like that. And she had one. I mean, I could rev the engine and the car would shake, you know, like, so anyway, at that, that point, it's a dumb, it's a dumb thing, but it annoyed me. Also, something I keyed on this time only. When they go visit the farm, right, and she asks him, do you want some lemonade? And he says, oh, yes, please. And he, Will Smith drinks some lemonade and then squirts it back into the cup because it's terrible. <laughs> I think it's because she doesn't have any sugar because Edgar took it all. Yep. Yeah, yep. definitely. That's, <laughs> yep, that's a good catch. And I never picked up on that until this moment, like this time watching it. And I've probably seen this movie seven or ten times easily. And it wasn't, I just thought she just made bad lemonade. But now then I thought about it, like, maybe she just yeah, doesn't he, have any sugar because he took it he, all. He gives that look like it's really sour. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's just all yeah. lemon yeah. and water. Yeah. Lemon, <laughs> lemon, lemon and water. water. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, which makes you think, then why did she make it? You know, like if she knew <laughs> it, it was good. It was probably all she had. You know, it's yeah. like you, you, you always have to invite, like if someone comes to your house, yeah, you're supposed to uh, offer them a drink. You know, so yeah. she was like lemonade. That was all she had, you know. <laughs> um, the gag is funny. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I wrote the gag is funny, but you need to tell Jay what it does. Uh, that's for the noisy cricket. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. So you would never hand someone a firearm and not 100% explain what it is. <laughs> yes. You know, um, this is, um, this is the, the American, you know, <laughs> in me that, that does have a gun in the house, but you know, like th that would never happen. It, it's an agency, right? They are like the CIA NSA, whatever, even if, 
he's a cop, so obviously he knows how to handle a pistol. But this is an alien gun. He's never handled this thing. And I know I know it's for the bit. But and Tommy Lee Jones kind of does it, you know, where he's like holding Will Smith is holding it. And then Tommy Lee Jones goes, whoa, you know, he kind of pushes it, you know, so it's not facing him. But he needs to say, hey, this is a legitimately powerful weapon. When you shoot it, you will fly back 30 feet for some reason. Um, you know, like you need, <laughs> again, I know that I know why they did it. All right. It's a funny thing. That first time he fires it and he goes flying back into the store. And then when he, and he doesn't learn, right? He, yeah. That, that was okay. I doing it for the bit. I get it. Do it for the lulls. It happens, you know, whatever. But the fact that he was supposed to be a trained NYPD officer, he shoots the gun and nearly blows up people. And then he shoots it like three more times towards yeah. civilians yeah. and knowing it's going to blow stuff up. I'm just, just like, okay, how did he keep his job? Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, it, in real life, it works like that too. Eh? Like, <laughs> I was just gonna say it, but yeah, sometimes, I mean, this is a guy who like, we don't know why he was chasing the cephalopod at the beginning of the movie, right? Like they, the movie just starts with, he's just chasing him. We don't know why. Um, and then he, I mean, he pulls his gun out and shoots a, a door to break into this place. So, I mean, like that's, that's also that's a lot of paperwork. You just discharged your firearm. That's like 30 pages easy. Yeah, <laughs> like exactly. Explaining why you did it. And, and, and let's also be real honest. That's not a cop issued weapon. Like that's probably, you know, his weapon, you know, well, my, that chase scene. Why is he the one in the orange jumpsuit? That was a little confusing. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> like he's supposed to be a cop and he's in an orange jumpsuit chasing another guy. And I'm just like, I mean, he's in jumpsuits until he's in the men in black suit. Um, but just that one happened to be orange. And I was just like, oh, that's general prison attire in movies. <laughs> yeah. So. And then he adjusted like the... a lot, too. <laughs> like it was not practical at all. No, no. no. Not for chasing. <laughs> no, I, I do chasing. like the... Um, the kind of back and forth he has with the other cops, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Every time I see real world police officers, for the most part, <laughs> they're kind of like the, the pudgy guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to any police officers that are listening. but They all resemble a thumb. They, there is a look. <laughs> a There's thumb? a thumb look <laughs> to certain, the stereotypical chubby donut police officer yeah yeah now i do know some mostly state troopers that are kind of buff yeah yeah but the local cops well and it, some, so uh, in the neighborhood that i live in three houses down from me is a cop his name's james and he's the nicest person i think i've ever met and he is a former um uh running back a college running back and tried out at the NFL, went to the NFL Combine, went to a couple of tryouts, didn't make it. Uh, played semi-pro ball for a couple of years until he blew out his knee and then became a cop. So like he like when you see him out of uniform, he looks like a dude that you don't want to mess with, right? Because he's got like mm -hmm. the ponytail and he is like... I don't know. Like he kind of looks like uh, like Kronk from Emperor's New Groove. Like he's just broad-chested <laughs> and just chiseled. I mean, he's itty bitty leg. Uh, he does. I mean, not like itty bitty like that movie, but I, he's not really, I mean, for a dude that was used to be a running back, he's not as like big, heavy legged, whatever. This is a mm -hmm. very strange conversation. But my point is, is that 
you know. How's your neighbor's legs? Yeah. <laughs> Tell us. Tell us all about his legs. They're very smooth. Um. Anyway, he's uh, but he's just again, he's he's the anti stereotype, right? Like he's the guy that. Oh, if there's a legitimate situation, you send James in first because he looks, he's six foot two and looks like he could bench press, you know, the fat cop from the movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, <laughs> yeah, but Andrew, you're not wrong. That line, what are you talking about? I am half the man you are. It's a perfect, <laughs> and it's good writing and it was a yeah. good delivery. Uh, my last uh, note is, so the scene when they're trying to figure out where, what spaceships are still left on the planet, right? So the camera is mainly focused on Will Smith. He's, you see him processing stuff and he's looking at the whatever. And in the background, you got um, uh, Kay and Rip Torn. And Tommy Lee Jones is leaning over a keyboard. And it is the worst fake typing I have ever seen because he is, <laughs> he is an inch and a half away from that keyboard. There is, he's just, fluttering his fingers above that keyboard. It has always bothered me yeah. because you can see it. You 100% can see it, but I guess he thought he was off camera and it was the best take of Will Smith. I don't know, but <laughs> could you <laughs> Someone not? Someone should have asked him to redo it. <laughs> yeah. Or, or don't do it at all. Just stand there and have the conversation because all they're doing is just listing spaceships, right? Three mile mm-hmm. Island gone. Uh, the red roof in gone. You know, they're just naming <laughs> things, right? He doesn't have to pretend he's on a. Anyway, it's just, <laughs> it's a dumb nitpick, but it's a nitpick. So that's it. That's all of my notes. That's literally it. I did have one note that I'm surprised you didn't bring up. Um, so the whole movie, they Will Smith, like besides like the first day. He doesn't he doesn't go to bed. Right. Because they say they're on a 36 hour work week or work day because of some galactical day thing. I can't remember what it was. But then at the end, they say that one hour is a standard galaxy work week, like a standard galaxy week. So I was confused how one was working a 36 hour day. Well, one hour was a standard galaxy week. So well, so he said that the the twins (laughs) Which was and Bob. Um, I always love. I should have captured that bit. I didn't capture that part. But when he's like, "Is it Wiggly and Bob?" Uh, but they call them the twins. He says they keep us on Galaxian time. So like it's like whatever planet they're from is a thirty-seven hour workday. So, yeah. Yeah. So either but then the standard Galaxy Week is one hour. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well. Yeah. A standard Galactic <laughs> Week is one hour. I, yeah. You're not wrong. That is kind of weird. Yeah. So Galaxian time is crazy yeah or <laughs> and why is a galactic week only an hour like what's what constitutes yeah. a week you know <laughs> it's <laughs> it, time it, yeah time is a difficult concept in the galaxy i guess it is because i mean like we we calculate time based on how we rotate around the sun like that's how we we do it mm-hmm. so other planets time is different right mars has a 24 hour and 37 minute day like it's it spins a little slower. I just recently watched The Martian. That's the only reason why I had that <laughs> right on the top of my head. You're trying to show off your universe knowledge. Yeah. So like that day would the, the time there is a little different. But like you're not wrong. It, it's a, why couldn't they have just said, "Oh, we have one hour." You know, like like why make it? Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's a dumb little thing, but it's fine. Or at least call it like whatever that planet's time is. 
You yeah. know, they can call it a galaxy and da da. So why is their time standard like? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's the yeah, it's the Galaxians, and therefore they're giving yeah. us their 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 work week is our one hour. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like <laughs> wow, they how, how do they have time to build spaceships and travel across the stars yeah. when? Oh. Um, that was my that was my question at the end. I was left with that. So how many uh, how many uh, work weeks do you work in a day? I work forty. You know, forty weeks. <laughs> forty forty week. Work month. I don't know. <laughs> it's hurting my brain. Yeah, it is a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody got any other notes? I have one. Yeah. Did you catch that this is a Marvel comic? I I did yeah. only <laughs> when my <laughs> wife said, I didn't know this was based on a, on Marvel. <laughs> yeah. to, to which I That's then exactly what I thought. And I then I that. said, this is an Amblin entertainment movie. I didn't know that either. So yeah, I, it just it caught me off guard. I thought, I wonder if this will ever be a part of the MCU in some form or fashion. If they just throw in a little nugget somewhere, <laughs> just like a little little Easter egg into yeah. one of the. Like, just have like, Men in Black in the background of every like, like have scene. Just guys in suits walking yeah, 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 just point them out. You that know? that would be kind of neat, especially since at this part of the MCU we've established that aliens are real. Yeah. You know, I mean, they have, if they can have Howard the damn duck show up, why can't they have men in black? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I'm with you. All right. We ready for some clips. Yes. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Uh, I mentioned Tommy Lee Jones's laugh earlier. This is just, uh, this is just, you know, four seconds of him laughing. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a winner here. Hey? <laughs> I just love that. It's just, I love that, that, that. <laughs> I love that. That's great. All right. Here's uh, here's Will Smith saying Will Smith things. NYPD means I will knock your punk ass down. I I probably said that a hundred times when I was in high school. <laughs> I'm sure he said that in another movie too. Sounds like it. It does. Bad sound Boys. Like Wait, no, no, they're not. <laughs> they're in Miami and Bad Boys. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Like I, so when when I was in high school, my the high school band, the marching band. Or I guess it was the concert band. We went to New York, or uh, not New York. We went to Washington D.C. and played on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial. Well, it was cold, and we didn't know it was going to be cold. So they had a street vendor there selling ball caps, and so we all, a bunch of the guys, bought those knitted hats. We call them toboggans here in the state, but you know it's a knitted hat. Tukes, tukes, yeah, tukes. Well, it's a tuke. That's a or new a word. It's like a beanie. a beanie. Yeah, yeah, no, a beanie. It's, yeah, it's a toque. Yeah. <laughs> Toque. I, I thought I thought a no, toque. It's a, no, it's a toque. I thought he you was. You come just, here and call it a beanie. You get beat up. Well, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. We're See, so violent here. Yeah, Canadians. We're big bullies up here. Yeah, I I thought toques were just what uh, a fool of a toque from Lord of the Rings. No, it's a T U Q U E a toque. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, yeah. That's that's our winter hats. Okay, I just learned something. Traditional toques have ear flaps. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Traditional well, tukes don't. Yeah, but we just call like all winter headgear. Headgear, yeah, is yeah, yeah. We, we down here in the lower forty-eight, we call them we call them toboggans. So anyway. we that's what our sleds are toboggans. That's what yeah tobogganing. Yeah, yeah it, that that's that it's too. Where like for the rest of the world, yeah, it's a toboggan <laughs> is a sled. Because like I went and visited my cousins in Alaska. 
And I was like, hey, can you hand me that my toboggan? And they're like, I don't see a sled anywhere. So, <laughs> um, so, so, okay, we'll do a little bit of a, a language barrier here. So what's the, what's the vehicle that you drive that's got the skis in the front and the tread in the back over snow? What's that called? Snowmobile? Wait, no, it's like. called something else, though. I, I'm, I, I don't, like, wait, explain it again. What is it? You, you sit on, right? That you have, it's like a motorcycle and it's got skis in the front and treads oh, in the oh, back. Oh, like a snowmobile? Yeah, okay. So in Alaska, they're called snow machines. Oh, we call them snowmobiles. So we do too. Part. We do too. That's why I, was, I didn't know if you guys and had to, a. And to us, a snow machine is what they use on the, the ski slopes to create snow. To create snow. <laughs> yes. yeah. Yeah. Whereas in Alaska, they don't need to create snow. <laughs> no. So, all right. That was fun. More, more, more <laughs> learning with. Fun. If I come up with any more Canadian word trivia, I'll, I'll bring it up. Sure. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. Uh, okay. Uh, my point was is that I bought a knitted cap, right? And most of the dudes bought one that said FBI, and they were like, yeah, it stands for female body inspector. And then I had one that said NYPD, which means it means I will knock your punk ass down. Like, I, I did the bit, so. No, that's good. Yeah, good. that was a long story. I apologize. Okay. <laughs> no, it was my fault. My fault. Well Sorry. Worth it. No, I learned that it was well to learn about the, the toque. Um, fool of a toque. See, now every time I see that scene from... Lord of the Rings, and he says, fool of a toque. I'm just going to assume he's talking about his hat. Yeah, his winter hat. His winter yeah. hat yeah. with it was the con- It was confusing for us Canadians watching for the first time, too. Oh, I'm Don't sure. Worry. Yeah. You're getting the full Canadian experience here. See, yeah. The last Canadian we had on, he didn't give us this information. This is great. He's fake Canadian. Ooh, not I, real. I'm not going to tell him that. There's like a swear word that's only in Canada. Ooh. Are you talking about the one that starts with T? Yeah. Oh yeah, Toronto. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. not Toronto. It's Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> Toronto. Toronto is a dirty word. Did you see Toronto Man? Toronto Man. That's right with the teeth. What? They made a whole movie called Toronto Man, and they <laughs> all the actors said Toronto. <laughs> Toronto. You, that's not was, how you pronounce was it. Was this only in Canada? Was this a Canadian production? No, it was. What it had Kevin Hart in it? Yeah. Right? Yeah, it had big actors in it, they and pronounced the, everything wrong. <laughs> yeah, they pronounced it wrong the entire movie. Toronto. And all the Canadians were like, Toronto? You mean the man from Toronto? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Toronto. <laughs> Toronto. It's, got, I, uh, it's got... I took my family to, to Toronto this summer uh, to go to a Toronto football club game uh, and just explore, which is where this came from. Nice. And um, I was basically told when I got there, uh, you cannot say Toronto. And I said, uh, well noted, and I will not make that mistake again. I'm sorry. People yeah. are crazy about it. Yeah, like, it, was, yeah, like it, it went viral on Twitter <laughs> when that movie was released, how bad how bad it was in Canada. A uh, lot of Canadians can't pronounce their T's, apparently. So, like, that's, it's offensive. Yeah. I'm, to our culture. I'm still a little confused as to why. It's Toronto. I don't know. We're lazy speakers. Is yeah, it, we really are. So we, is it mumble? Is it a bad word because you can't say the word? Or is oh it, no, 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 that's not actually the bad word. We're just joking about that. The no, actual I, bad word is a French word, right? Yeah, are we yeah, still yeah. thinking about the same word, Sonia. We are. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, does it mean like, like you can say the word? Do I have to bleep it out? It's a religious out? term, but it's not used as a religious term anymore. It's like to like f off, right? It's, yeah. It's, it's tabernacle. Tabernacle. Yeah. Oh. It's, 
And that's like, Based. you can say it for anything. You want to insult yeah. somebody? Tabernacle. You're head tabernacle. Yeah. yeah. You got to like, home, you got to French home. it up. You know? <laughs> yeah. We have a lot of Canadian listeners. I, I hope this <laughs> They'll real. know what we're talking about. Okay, they good. will. They'll be like, like we're know. not even in Quebec. Okay. And we know. Like, it's just, yeah. it's a thing. It's like, See, ah, tabernacle. That's you know? interesting. You pronounced it Quebec. You pronounced yeah, yeah. it like Americans do. I've always been told it's Quebec. Like with a K, Quebec. That's how I was taught by my 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 my, my, Calif- my Californian yeah. grandmother. Quebec, yeah. It's Quebec. Quebec. I say Quebec. Well, uh, if you have a French accent, it's Quebec, you know. Quebec. Yeah, it's like, Quebec, well, it's, you know. Like, it's the same thing Quebec. with, uh, I always say Cuba instead of Cuba. I was always told that it's Cuba. So my husband's from Quebec. So <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So by the way, this uh, man from Toronto is uh it's a netflix film and it stars kevin hart and woody harrelson the world's deadliest assassin and new york's biggest screw-up are mistaken (laughs) for each other at an airbnb rental this looks fantastic the the trailer has been playing while i was just now i mean it's got a 5.8 on imdb but i bet you a lot of that was from canadians just downvoting Oh, Kaylee Cuoco was is in this too? It was in Canada, okay? It was released and so many people were like emotionally damaged, okay? So Woody Harrelson's character is the man from the man from Toronto. I'm going to say that now from now on like that because of you. Pronounce it purposely? Yeah. Like, I, don't I rec- mean, technically when you're saying the title of the movie, that's right. So that's how they pronounce it. He's from Toronto. 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 I like it. It's no longer sounding like a word. Yeah. No, it's not. Uh, sounding like a French curse word. That's right. <laughs> Tabernacle. Dug your toe. Tabernacle. That's yeah, too funny. Because yeah. that just sounds like tabernacle. Like we're, we're talking it is, about. It's what it's based on. Yeah. It's based yeah. on. But you know the French. I, I actually don't know them very well. <laughs> I just know that they surrender a lot. And that's all I know. All right. Oh, Quebec French is like the worst, though. Like, yeah. even if you know French, you are if you're not from Quebec, you're not going to get it. Half of it's mixed with English, and half of it is just huh, huh, <laughs> yeah, we mumbling, yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, you know, yeah. Oh, that's funny. But they don't even know what they're saying most of the time. <laughs> yeah, nice. and I live like not that far. I have family there. <laughs> I live in a French province, and oh yeah, you do. Yeah. I forgot you moved. I yeah, do. I lo- a lot of it's just mumbling, mixed with English. <laughs> and then, so, like, I, there's communication is laughing and nodding a lot to, like, you know, pretend I know what they're saying. And you know what, Andrew, which is really funny because that's how it is in the South, too. It's just there's a lot of just grunting and laughing and, like, we don't really know what we're saying. And Well, but ours is for a different reason. Most of the people here are just overweight and we have to grunt because it's the only sound we can make. Yeah. <laughs> You're just too tired to make actual words. <laughs> So for what it's worth, we're not really offending that many people that listen to the podcast because <laughs> France is one, two, three, four, five, six. They're seventh on our list of countries that have downloaded. So they're underneath Singapore and Germany. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. Canada is our fourth highest listener. Mm. With This one's always weird. Obviously, the U.S. is number one. The U.K. is number two. United Arab Emirates is number three. It's really strange. You never know. Our our top listeners are men between the ages of twenty three and twenty seven. You don't know who your audience is going to be. That's yeah. the fun of podcasting. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I I kind of 
<laughs> a, a podcast with three women drinking. That actually kind of sounds right. That that demographic actually checks <laughs> out. How disappointed are these men when they realize it's not what you think it is? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> For the record, you said like the episode you listened to 75% of man hating, yeah. which you agreed with. I did. But if you're, yeah. If you're a 23 year old man. I guess that's what they're into nowadays. I don't know because 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 it was it was really interesting because uh because your episode and like the episode the next episode that I because I, whenever I have guests come on obviously I want to listen to their show to make sure that I want to have them come on the podcast which has bitten me in the butt a handful of times and um so it was like within a week or two after that I listened to the Dicktales podcast and she went on a big rant about. Stop sending me unsolicited dick pics, right? Mm -hmm. And then there was another podcast to listen to that also talked about, like, it was like your show and hers, and there was another one, and it was like, oh my gosh, men, put your shit away. (laughs) Just ask first. Like, that's literally all we're saying. We're not saying stop completely. We're just saying wait for an answer, and if it's no, then don't do it. Yeah. And I think that was the the point, was the unsolicited part. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. Um... (laughs) Uh, speaking of none of those things, here's clip number three. <laughs> and I saw a little Tiffany. I'm thinking, you know, eight-year-old white girl, middle of the ghetto, bunch of monsters, this time of night with quantum physics books. She's about to start some shit, Zed. She's about eight years old. Those books are way too advanced for her. If you ask me, I say she's up to something. That's right. She's yeah. up to something. I always laugh at that part because my son, um, uh, he has... Uh, autism and part of his sometimes people with autism have like their super strengths and his is like he's really smart so my husband had astrophysic books and my son would read them all the time and like do the math in them at eight nine ten like so I always laugh at that I'm like oh great Brandon's gonna get shot in the head (laughs) 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 by the men in black black. (laughs) did you ever see Sonia did you ever see the movie uh Mercury Rising is that the chess one? No. Oh, no, then no. Maybe. You so explain it, it to me and I'll let you know. It, so it stars, I only bring it up because the, the so it stars Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis is an oh, FBI. Oh, yeah, that one, yeah. There's a hot chocolate and he's like, sip it slowly, is it? That yeah, one? yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So um, for those that don't know what this movie is, it's called Mercury Rising. I'm not really sure why it's called that, but it is. Uh, but Bruce Willis is an FBI agent and he's investigating a double murder. And... Uh, the the sole survivor is a boy who's like eight or nine or ten, and he's autistic, like very autistic, um, and like non communicating. Yeah, almost nonverbal. Can say yeah. a few things to communicate, but uses pictures mostly. Yes, yeah, yeah exactly. Non, yeah, nonverbal communication. And so, there's a couple of parts in the movie. So my mom, uh, Doctor Allred, uh, used to teach at the college level special education. She was teaching people who wanted to become special ed teachers, and she would show clips of this movie for both a what you can do and b what you shouldn't do. <laughs> and one of the things that they do in the movie is uh, so the character name is the kid's name is Simon. And obviously some of the things, so the kid as an actor does a really good job, right? There's a lot of things that he does really well as a kid actor, which is hard to do. Uh, and then to act, you know, non-verbally, you know, he doesn't like to be touched, right? So every time someone grabs him, he just loses it, which is pretty accurate. My wife would say that's pretty accurate because she also teaches kids with special needs. Um, but there's a couple of times when 
the teacher in the room says, Simon, look at me. And then she does the thing where her two fingers and then she you know, points them to hers to, to force him to do eye contact. And my so mom, condescending. I hate it. And my mom's <laughs> like, this is what you don't do. Yeah. Right? Don't do that. <laughs> like, he will look at you when he wants to. Right. Yeah. Don't force that. You can still communicate without eye contact. And uh, there was a couple other things in that movie. Anyway, the point is, it's an action movie. It's got Bruce Willis and and, um, uh, Alec Baldwin's the bad guy. So there you go. Mercury Rising. Go watch it. (laughs) Alec Baldwin's usually the bad guy. Well, that's true. (laughs) Uh, We learned this. I love this quote. This is just one of those quotes that has stuck with me for however all this movie is, 20-something years. Uh, we found how true this quote was in 2020 with the pandemic. Well, why, why the big secret? People are smart. They can handle it. The person is smart. People are dumb, panicky, dangerous animals, and you know it. Yeah. Yeah. It's very true. It is very true. I use that quote all the time. I really do. Um, um, I have a sociology degree, so I studied how dumb groups of people can be. So yeah, we're pretty we're pretty stupid. The bigger the group, you know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, another quote that I love. I'm pulling from my clips here, but one of my other favorite quotes from a movie that also has Will Smith in it is, "This is a stupid f- problem to have, but it is a problem nonetheless." I love that quote. Uh-huh. No, you get you get past the fact that there's you know rats in the background and whatever. But <laughs> I love that quote because at, at my job, I can't tell you how many times I'm looking at this project going, "This is a stupid freaking problem," but it is a problem nonetheless. Okay, uh, this is where they say the name of the movie. You are no longer part of the system. You are above the system, over it, beyond it. We're them. We're they. We are the men in black. There you go. With that great. Well, at least they told us their pronouns. That's that, right. That's true. So, very, like, yeah. Like non-binary. Very people. ahead of their time. Very. Yeah. 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 They even like use fellas when he's talking to the cops at the beginning and there's a woman there and he uses like fellas as a gender neutral term. Yeah. Like, you know, he's ahead of his time. Great and great. Like, yeah, this is great. <laughs> so I it is curious. Uh so you know, because you know, there are women agents. And so is she a man in black or maybe they're just using like men as the stand-in for like mankind and they're all they's. Because yeah. it says we are they, we are them. Like That's they were true. very clear. Yeah. So. I just, I don't know. It just, whenever I, I, I think of that, it just reminds me. So Syracuse University up in Syracuse, New York. And I know I technically, here's another word, right? Syracuse, S-Y-R-Cuse, right? Mm-hmm. I say Syracuse, like my wife, Sarah, Syracuse, but it's Syracuse, but I can't get my mouth to say Syracuse. I just, I always say Syracuse. Anyway, just like the state that's north of us, Andrew, what's the state that's just north of us? Virginia. Yeah, Virginia, <laughs> but I always pronounce it like it's an F, Virginia, instead of Virginia. Virginia? I have a hard like time with it. furs there? Yeah, Virginia. Virginia? Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> it's weird. It's it's just weird. Anyway, um, so if you are a woman and you play on the la- on the women's basketball team, you are a lady orange man. 
Because no. that's, that's their mascot <laughs> is the orange men. So you are a lady orange men. So that's what makes me think of, I am a lady men in black. Huh, yeah, there you go. There you go. All right. The noisy cricket. Series four, de-atomizer. That's what I'm talking about. Noisy cricket. Hey, okay, no, no, come on, man. You, you get a, a series four de-atomizer, I, I get a little, little midget cricket. Oh, yeah. Feel like I'm gonna break this damn thing. There you go. He's gonna break that the line thing. Didn't make me laugh. I mean, it's a funny bit, right? It's a funny bit, and then it's it's even funnier when it blows him off his feet. But several times, several times, <laughs> yeah, several times. Yeah, again, that would not have happened. The first time he would have learned. Oh, I need to prepare myself. Like, like if Kay knew that that would happen. <laughs> hey, kid, when you fire this thing, it's got quite a case. Like, even if he warns him, you can play that into the bit, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, kid, when you fire this thing up, you better be holding. You know, you better hold firm, or it's gonna knock you on your ass. And then when he doesn't believe him, and then it does it. That's also funny. Right? Yeah. Anyway. Or it could be like newcomer razzle dazzle hazing. That's the word I'm looking for. Like, <laughs> right? Newcomer razzle dazzle. dazzle. No, I like yeah. razzle dazzle. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh. oh. All right. What were you going to say? Sorry. Ra- what, so is that what, what is razzle dazzle? Well, like he knows that it's like going to do that to him. So he's waiting for it to happen. He doesn't want to like warn him about it. He's in for the laughs. He's like, that's going to knock him on his butt. I got you. <laughs> so you're put other people's lives in jeopardy for the joke. <laughs> yeah. That's commitment. Yeah. Commit to the bit. I like it. <laughs> I'm with you. All right. Uh, uh, last clip. Hey, old guys. There go. That's what Andrew, when he, Andrew's trying to get mine and Sam's attention, that's what he says. Actually, you know what, you know what I'm going to do? Uh, I'm going to take my cheap seat reviews group messaging and turn the notification sound to that. So every time they send me a notification, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. I like it. And Jessica, you can use it for us. Yeah, for you, okay. you and Don. Yes. Hey old yes. guys. Yeah. Hey old guys. Andrew, did you uh recognize the tall alien, by the way? Is that Lurch from the Adams family? It is Lurch from the Adams family. Yeah. What else do we know him from? Um Two other he movies. Was also, he was also in Gerald's Game. Yeah. As the oh, yeah, he was. Guy. He yeah. was in Gerald's Game. Sorry, I, I do this every time I think the, of Gerald's Game. I, the, the gl- the no, gloving. don't do not do that. The, the gloving. That's why I only watched it once. Yeah, it's, yeah, we reviewed it. It's a good movie. He's also yeah. in Dr. Sleep as Grandpa Flick. So he was in both of those movies. Same, same director. Um, what a fun name. Yeah, Dr. Grandpa Flick. Grandpa Flick, yeah. And then... Um, but he's also our Star Trek connection for this episode. He's in an episode of Star Trek Voyager as well as in Star Trek The Next Generation for four or five episodes. So he's uh, he's got a pretty good little career. Oh, he, oh, Andrew, he was in Ewoks, The Battle for Endor. There's no way he played an Ewok. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cartoon? Pl- no, it's a movie. It's a, it's a live action oh. movie. There were Who two- was he in this? What? Who was he in that? Uh, Tarek. T-E-R-A-K. I don't know. We should, I'm gonna have to have, watch it. <laughs> we should do those movies. 
I've I've only seen one, and it was many, many, many. I I owned kid. both of them on VHS and would watch them routinely back to back. There's two of them. No. So there's the Battle of Endor, and then the Great Journey or something. And I don't know which one I've seen. I saw one with it. I, all I remember is it was a girl with curly blonde hair. Yeah, so all that's the Great Journey. I think that's the one where her parents get kidnapped, and she has to go with Wicket and other Ewoks and go fight a giant spider. They're movies I'm finding out now. I need to watch them. I have like this whole list of like Star Wars. Oh yeah. And now yeah. Now I have to add those. <laughs> I mean they're they're bad. I wouldn't watch them before anything good. Um <laughs> you know, go go watch uh the original trilogy, go watch Rogue One. Oh, I watched number two of it. I can watch anything else. So Oh, oh the Attack of the Clones. With the the guy. He's now grown up. Oh, the kid? Um Yeah. Yeah, so that was that was the gross, first the first one. Gross love the gross love connection. It's the second one. It was terrible. It was a garbage movie. If I can watch that, I can watch <laughs> any of them. Well, so yeah, the second one's the clone Attack of the Clones with Hayden Christensen. Yes, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's an attractive dude, he's just a bad actor. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of actors nowadays, I feel like. Yeah. All right. Uh time for our game. And this week our game is sponsored by Hey, Bubblies, I'm Jen, and I'd like to invite you to my bubble. My streaming bubble, that is. And it's the podcast where I talk about the shows that I love with the people I tolerate. Every week, I tolerate a friend so we can obsess over our favorite streamable contributions to pop culture entertainment. So join us every Sunday on a podcast player near you and keep streaming. Bye. And now for some more bad news. Ready? All right. This game is called Hey, Did You Notice? This is a game where Andrew will ask us some questions. They have nothing to do with trivia. It is all about did you notice this little thing inside the movie? Uh, It'll be the two of you versus me. And it'll go back and forth. He'll ask you first. Uh, If you get the answer right, you get a point. If you get it wrong, I have a chance to steal the point. If you win, in this case, I will mail you some stickers. Unfortunately for me, you don't live near each other, so I have to do two different envelopes, but that's not the problem. I'm sorry. That's okay. I have these really cool looking um, international stamps right here. So, Well, for the record, I wasn't the one that moved. So I know. I know. It's it's Sonya's fault. (laughs) I know. And honestly, these international stickers, there are stickers, these international stamps, they're not very expensive. So that's actually kind of cool. And you ladies will be the first recipient of the new the new, new sticker one. that like oh, yes i feel special now thank you yeah, the so we new... have to win jessica okay right, yeah. okay i'm gonna you, focus you're gonna get stickers okay. whether you win or lose <laughs> <laughs> oh, well don't get rid of the stakes uh, well okay how about this one if you win you get the new sticker if you don't win, oh no you... now stress you no, only I get like the, the original uh, rules i was just kidding i was just kidding <laughs> <laughs> all right andrew what you got okay so the first question goes to jessica and sonia and if you don't know the answer i'll go to sean and he can steal the point right. okay okay so uh, your question is jay shot little tiffany because he felt like he she was the biggest threat she was carrying a quantum physics book as we've mentioned but she was also carrying one other book. What was it? Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, do you have a guess, Sonia? Uh, I, I don't like leaving answers blank. So I'm just going to. 
Um, aerospace. That's my guess. I have no idea. <laughs> All right, Sean, I'm going to swing it to you. It was it was some kind of mathematics book. Wasn't it like uh, no. quantum mathematics or it's it's something math. Was it relativity? Oh, ah, relativity. Stupid relativity. Quantum. I know. Relativity <laughs> was the name of the book. Dang. Yeah. All right, Sean, this question is yours. Yep. Uh, according to Kay, what was the date that aliens first made contact? <laughs> I don't remember. Um, 1967. I don't remember the actual date. April 1st, 1967. That is incorrect. Okay. <laughs> Jessica, Sonia. Do you have a guess, Sonia? May. May. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it was I don't know, was it like April tenth, nineteen like fifty seven or something? I don't know. I have no idea. It was uh sorry, I've already moved the question. <laughs> it was it May. Is, <laughs> it was March second, nineteen sixty one. Oh, at least it started with an M. Sixty one. <laughs> so close, Sonia. Yeah. So close. <laughs> okay. Uh so this question goes back to Jessica and Sonia. While chasing the cephalopod, Jay, or Edwards at the time, jumps onto a New York Post truck in order to chase him down faster. According to the advertisement on the side of the truck, how much did the New York Post cost in 1997 when this movie was made? $1.25. That was close. I was going to say $1.99. <laughs> Sean? Uh, 75 cents. It was 50 cents. 50. Oh, my Dang. gosh. Remember the good old days? Oh. <laughs> All right, Sean, this is yours. On the MIB main display, Kay asks and Bob <laughs> to, pull up, to pull up a map of some aliens that are under surveillance. Included on the screen are celebrity, celebrities, sorry, Al Roker, Sylvester Stallone, Newt Gingrich, George Lucas, and Steven Spielberg. What celebrity was on the same screen that Jay's third grade teacher was on before her picture was pulled up? Gosh dang it. The only <laughs> other one I recognized was Danny DeVito. That's it. Oh, there you go. Oh. Good job. Oh, that's the only Yay. one I recognized. I I thought that one would be the hardest one to get because he's only on there for a second and then the teacher takes his place. Yeah. And then when the teacher goes away, he comes back for just a little. He's like second. trying to get in bed or something like he's laying down. He's trying to get comfortable. <laughs> yeah. My eyes only go to this because it's the strangest thing on the screen. <laughs> there are some other people in, in that scene. I don't know who they are. Yeah. yeah. I think one is from the Jeffersons or from the Cosby show. I don't know exactly. And then there's a guy in a like suspenders and a suit. I, I don't know who he's, who he is at all. All right, so let's see if you can tie this up. I do have a tiebreaker. So <laughs> we'll Jessica, do our best. John, Sonia, here you go. <laughs> yeah. What brand or make of the truck does the Bugs ship crash into at Edgar's farm? Ford? Yeah, like this was, it's either a Ford or a Chevy. Those are the only trucks I know. Do you know other trucks, Sonia? Do you, no. do you know the differentiating features of these trucks to differentiate no. their brand? No. Nothing. You're living in the country. I, <laughs> I, 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 
drive a caravan. I don't know. <laughs> you have a guess? Um, okay, 50-50 shot. Sonia, you guess. Ford. Okay, Ford. Final answer. Sean. I don't know what... I I, I actually thought it was a, a, a Ford, too, but now it's not. Uh, I'm going to say... Uh, a Dodge Ram. Yeah, that's a truck too. It was a Chevy. Oh! <laughs> I was so close. Sorry. That's a point five, if I do say so myself. <laughs> I got half a point on that one. I still lose, but at least I'm not walking out empty-handed, you know. But on this show, even when you lose, you still win. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, so here you go. The known aliens visible are Al Roker, Isaac. Mirs Mizira Miziri Isaac Miziri. Uh, he is known as uh, I don't know. He's a he's an actor. <laughs> he's an actor. <laughs> uh, well, like he's 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 known for such things as Project Runway and <laughs> the Isaac Miziri Show and Unzipped. <laughs> he's a fashion dude. All right, whatever. Okay. Um. Uh, Al Roker, Danny DeVito, uh, Barry Sonnenfeld, so the director is in it. Uh, Chloe okay. Sonnenfeld, Barry's daughter, Sylvester Stallone, Donnie Warwick, Newt Gingrich, Anthony Robbins, George Lucas, and Steven Spielberg. Was that Donnie Warwick or Deanne Warwick? D oh, D Dion? Dion. Dion Warwick. Dion, Dion Warwick. Warwick. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. I don't Sorry. know. I don't know who that is either. Should I know who that is? Probably. Probably. Okay. <laughs> Probably. I mean, you said it correctly. I don't know. All right. Okay. Uh, oh, that is, let's see. Uh, she's a soundtrack. Oh, she's a musician. Yeah. She's a singer. Okay. Cool. <laughs> uh, born in 1940. Good still, for her. Still, still, she's an old singer. Still alive. Older singer. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good, good for you. All right. Time for this. Um, Excuse me while I whip this out. This is our part of the show where we give our top three. This week, our top three was Tommy Lee Jones movies. And we will start with Sonia. Okay. So I'm not a big Tommy Lee Jones fan, but like looking back, I, there's a lot he's actually in that I've seen. But I, my three favorite is so the Captain America, the first movie, because I'm a big fan comic book fan okay um and then my second is small soldiers because that's just like the best movie ever <laughs> and then my third is fugitive only because i remember watching it with my grandma so nice. like it's a happy memory that's cool the uh in that movie the train scene was filmed uh near where andrew lives up uh near uh Asheville, north carolina so so now we can stalk andrew because that's right you know yeah, now we know where he is. Well, I mean, anytime there's a movie that's filmed anywhere near North Carolina, in North Carolina, I always have to comment it. It's just my, <laughs> it's my thing. Okay, uh, Jessica. Okay. Um, well, okay. So my third one was Volcano. Nice. I thought Tommy Lee Jones provides big dad energy. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I appreciate that. Um, my number two is Batman Forever. Nice. Okay, because my favorite bit is he's two-faced, but he really only has one mouth, but he still drinks with two glasses. Yeah. And 
I thought that was great. I thought that was good. Commitment to the bit. I so I, and, I and also my... <laughs> like that uh, Drew Barrymore is one of his little winches. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it's a good good movie. I wasn't sure if you guys were gonna like make fun of me for that. So I was no. Like, oh. No, it's good. It's a good movie. We'll make fun of you for <laughs> way more things besides that. Okay, perfect, because there's a lot I'm sure you can find. And then my number one is Small Soldiers, because I had the action figures. Nice. <laughs> of the what? The Gorgonites? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, that was my, my favorite. Now, remember, I'm younger than all of you. So, these <laughs> these movies yeah, came out when that. I was, like, young. I think, I've, I think I may have seen that once. And I didn't even realize they had action figures for that movie. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah they did. At wow. Zeller's. Yes. <laughs> was it Zeller's? <laughs> but yeah, no. And so, yes, yeah, so that was that was like my big movie as a kid was watching watching Small Soldiers. Cool. Nice. Uh, so you both have mentioned uh, two of mine, so I switched them out. Um, <laughs> so my number three is now going to be Space Cowboys. I like Space Cowboys. Uh, my number two is an action film called Rules of Engagement with Sam Jackson and him. He's a lawyer. And uh, that's a neat movie. I like that movie a lot. Uh, Bruce Greenwood is also in it. And my number one is Blown Away, which we also did for the movie, where he has a really terrible Irish accent the whole time. It's great. <laughs> that's amazing. I don't think I've seen it. Now I want to. It's a... It's a <laughs> It's a late 80s, early 90s, like like 90, 89, 90, something like that. He's an IRA bomber, and he's going after uh, Jeff Bridges, who is a former IRA bomber turned uh, bomb disposal unit guy in the Boston PD. And they uh, there's there's you know a lot of bombs in it and things like Forrest Whitaker is in it also. Oh, I it's love a, Forrest Whitaker. It's a good movie. We did it for the show. It's a, it's a good time. It, I mean, if you like, you know, 90s, early 90s, it has one of the really coolest um, you'll ever see explosions in a movie. They blow up an old, uh, like a paddle wheel boat. And when they did the, when they blew it up and they did the stunt, the, the explosion was so loud that it actually broke windows on the other side of the bay in New Jersey. So, oh, wow. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> cool. Uh, Andrew. Okay. I had um, I had also put Volcano and The Fugitive <laughs> on my list. Um, so I'll start with my number three, which is also one that you've mentioned, which is Space Cowboys. Um, I really like that movie. I think it's good. Um, number two, I have Double Jeopardy. Yeah. With uh, someone that Sean has actually ran into. Um. <laughs> Ashley, Ashley Judd I that, that's a fun little basically uh, when the 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 DNC the Democratic National Convention was in Charlotte back in 20 God what was that 2015 2016 um, she was speaking at a woman's panel along with uh, Michelle Obama and a couple others and uh, I was working the event in the building uh, as a tech and as I was walking towards backstage to help break down, she came around the corner and we physically bumped into each other. And that's and how she broke her leg and then had to be put on a stretcher <laughs> and <laughs> carried hours away to a hospital. She's none of that part's real, but she is oh, a, okay. I was worried. 
<laughs> no, but she is a tiny woman. She is very short. I mean, she's like five one, five two. Like I was afraid I was going to hurt her, right? And so we have that awkward moment where like, oh, excuse me, excuse me, and then you do that thing where like you're trying to get past each other, but like you you take the same step, right? And then until finally she's just like she just stops moving and then just smiles and just, so she was very lovely. But like that's my whole interaction. It's not like <laughs> you know I got to talk to her or whatever. It's just like I I almost knocked her over and then that was the end of it. So, uh, but whenever Ashley Judd gets brought up. Uh, we like to make the joke that I ran into her. So there you go. No, it's good. It's good. My number one was U.S. Marshals. Yeah. Uh, I really like that movie. Uh, it's, uh, it's what is it? Tied in with The Fugitive, right? It's technically yeah, like a sequel. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like it better than The Fugitive, to be honest. But yeah, that's just a personal preference. I actually saw it first before The Fugitive. And then when I watched yeah. The Fugitive, I was like, oh, it's the same thing. It's the same people. <laughs> It's the same people. Um, it is. I mean, like, but like the fugitive is about Harrison Ford, whereas U.S. Marshals is about Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so. All right. Well, Twitter has chimed in with some really fun stuff here. And as I hit uh, the refresh button, we're still getting uh, more people in. All right. Here we go. Attitude Air Wrestling Podcast Review Podcast, excuse me, who we had on a few weeks ago. Says also Space Cowboys, The Fugitive, and U.S. Marshals. Um, let's see. The FSF Popcast says Men in Black, The Fugitive, and Batman Forever. He likes the Ooh, two-faced there part. There Batman Forever. Screen Nerds Podcast says Volcano, Rules of Engagement, and Emperor. I was, uh, was going to be curious if I was going to be the only one that says Rules of Engagement. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Mr. D at Ace Sp- Oh gosh, what? Sip uh Sipowitz? Sipowitz. Or Sipovich. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh it says the fugitive <laughs> men in black and US Marshals. Well, because it's it ends in W I C Z in Polish, that's a Vich sound. Because my my mm-hmm. wife's Polish, and so her maiden name is Protokovich, but it's W I C Z. So uh, Wheel of Horror just simply says this movie is due for a rewatch. So thanks uh, there for not participating correctly. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, Read the tweet. I know. Gosh, dude. And then uh, Dude Exactly Podcast says Cobb, Men in Black, and The Fugitive. So there nice. you go. That's it. Thank you, Twitter people, for uh, participating as always. Uh, and of course, you can go to at Cheap Seat Cast there to participate in that, and you get your name read out loud on the show. How cool is that? Sometimes not correctly. Most <laughs> of the time, not correctly. <laughs> I guess it's not a very good shout out if I can't read your name. All right, time for this. Wait, what's supposed to happen? That Daniel Radcliffe is uh, the part where the show where we give this movie a score from zero to ten, and we will start with Andrew. It sits happily on IMDb at 7.3 out of 10. I like this. There's a lot of nostalgia. There's very little that I don't like about the movie. I do agree that the the fast motion speed up of the film uh, in the car is a little wonky. But, you know, I, I thought the, the uh, animations, which CGI, I don't know. I guess they were there were some CGI in there, too. I didn't have any problems with it. Usually older movies like this, you do find a little bit of an issue. I didn't see much, to be honest, and I don't think we talked about that. Um, So I'm going to go higher than IMDb. I'm going to say a 7.6 out of 10. All right. Uh, Jessica. 
Sorry, my cat's being dumb. No, you're fine. Um, <laughs> Does it have the galaxy? I on- also agree with Hire. I again, this movie came out when I was like six years old, so the nostalgia like hits really strong with this one. Um, so like, yeah, for me, it's like an eight. All right. Yeah. Cool, Sonia. Yeah, I'm gonna go like high as well. Um, I watch this as often as I can. It has like cute little bits, like at the end of the movie. It like has no aliens were harmed, like in making of it. So I thought that was cute. Um, and again, like the graphics are very well done. Like comparison to graphics in some movies today, it's really good. <laughs> yeah. Um, again, watched since I was a kid, so I'm gonna say eight. All right. I think it helps that the movie isn't CGI heavy. Like the, you know, what I'm saying like the there's the bug, right? And yeah. I and the makeup team for uh, Edgar Suit that was so yeah well done. that's that's really well done that that's just good practical effects and and D'Onofrio just really trying to figure out how do you how do you act like you're a a, a bug inside <laughs> how do you a, act like you're a bug inside a skin suit and yeah. your skin's slowly rotting away yeah and he did a really good job I mean a really really good job and uh but yeah yeah I, you're not wrong I, it's, it's funny I hadn't even thought about it I mean the bug yeah you can tell the bug is CGI but for 97, and this isn't a big budget film. I, I didn't talk about what the budget was, but this isn't, you know, Jurassic Park level budget. So, <laughs> uh, well, okay, $90 million. Estimated $90 million. That's in a, 97. In 97. That's actually a pretty good size budget. That's actually more than I thought it was. But it, it made $589 million worldwide. So it made its money. Uh, so good for them for making a good movie. Uh, that you should have stopped <laughs> at that one. Stopped at that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. I also like this movie a lot too. And I don't know, is it going to, how does the math work? I can't do an eight, but I'll give it a, I'm going to give it an 8.1. I like this movie a lot. It's a good time. It's I a like lot of fun. Way. It's just good popcorn movie. And it's also one where you can kind of turn off your brain and just, just enjoy it, you know? And so, and I think because it's short enough, it's a good like old person bedtime movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like if you started at nine, you're not worried about it, you know, like <laughs> getting you're, up the next day. You're you know, not you can wrong. Get it in and go to bed. There have been multiple times when I'm picking movies to, to like offer you. I'll look at the runtime first and go, ooh, <laughs> do I really want to offer her? This yeah. movie. Do we want to watch The Godfather in its three-hour runtime? Eh, maybe not. You know, <laughs> uh, that does occasionally. Now, sometimes the guests will pick. Hey, I really want to do such and such. Just like, ugh. I mean, we when we did Lord, we did Lord of the Rings. We did the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Those are two and a half hour long movies. I mean, it was rough. When we did Return of the King, <laughs> we had to do. Uh, I had to had to break it in half. Two days. Yeah. You know, because at the end of the night. By the time the kids go to bed and I actually get to start the movie at nine, you know that's what I'm saying. Nine yeah. o'clock. That's yeah. movie starting time. If you want to go to bed good, yeah. you know? Yeah, exactly. Well, when I ever watch the Lord of the Rings, I watch it with, like with the Hobbit, all of them. And you watch them all the same day. Like that's like a, wow. a long day. You have that, to watch them in one sitting. Okay, Sonya's really on. so Sonya came to my house for Christmas dinner. Like I was having like a whole family friends Christmas dinner. She came on. I told her she could put whatever she wants in front of the, on the TV because we're having like 20 people all eat in the living room, the biggest room in the house. She put on the Mandalorian 
So for Christmas dinner, we watched The Mandalorian nice. as a family. All the episodes. That's a perfect Christmas, <laughs> yeah. Christmas show. Yeah. Like not just one episode. No, episode. we watched episodes. Yeah. Like it was on all Christmas dinner. <laughs> You know, some people do Home Alone. Some people do uh, The Christmas Story. No. Mandalorian. It's Mandalorian, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, all right. Well, this episode has gone incredibly long, and that's okay. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, Whoever is taking the mantle here, Jessica or Sonia, please tell our listeners where they can find your show, how they can find it. And Jessica, do take a moment to talk about your music career, because... You are a music uh, musician. A music? You are a music. I, are, I am music. You are yeah. the music. You are, uh, on behalf of all Canadian music, it is you. <laughs> I'm better than Justin Bieber. Yes. Yes, you are. An amazing artist. Amazing. Okay, do you want to talk about the podcast? Sure. Okay, sure. Uh, Opinionated Luscious. Uh, you can find us on almost all streaming platforms. Uh, but to find our socials and are worried to listen uh we have linktree at opinionated luscious and if you want to reach out our email is opinionated luscious at gmail.com perfect yeah um and my name is jessica hart hart is spelled h-a-r-t and i am a singer songwriter and i have a new song coming out soon i don't know when this is going to be released so it might already be out so go check it out um, you can find me on all streaming platforms. Just search Jessica Hart and I usually pop up. And uh, yeah, yeah, no, it's fun. I've had music um, appear in HBO movies as well as on some MTV shows and uh, had a run on Sirius XM. And yeah, it's been fun. So check that out. That's awesome. Cool. Very, very cool. All right. It has been an absolute pleasure. And for some reason, I feel like I, I'm missing something, but I think we've done all the stuff. So, right, Andrew? That's all the show. Yeah. Okay, good. That's all I have written down. Yeah, yeah. No, good. <laughs> yeah, no extra stuff because we're not prepared. Yeah, no. I, I just, I'm just, I'm like looking at my notes like, okay, we've done our, our top 10. We're out of 10. We're good. So, this is where I say thank you all so much for listening. Go to our website, cheapseatreviews.libson.com. Uh, there you can find links to all of our other stuff, our socials. Check us out there. Uh, I'm most active on Twitter, so if you want to chat with me, that's the place to do it. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, and all those other places are I'm there as well. Next week, all right. So we've been kind of uh, kind of swinging the pendulum here recently, right, Andrew? I mean, we did. Oh yeah. You know, we did uh, we did Serenity, wrestler. right? Good, 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 fun. You know, action film. Then we did The Wrestler, which was kind of heavy and sad and depressing. And then we did Clueless, right? And then we did the Joker, which was hard and, you know, and depressing and sad. So then we followed the Joker with Men in Black. So next week, we swing the pendulum back the other way with uh, hard action, lots of swearing. We are doing The Gentleman. Okay. I uh, haven't seen this. I haven't either. So The Gentleman. But I will tease this. Our October lineup, you guys, is going to be good. I'm going to give you one hint, all right? We are doing a Marvel movie in October. I'm just going to leave it there. Let that simmer for a minute. Maybe you can figure out which one it is. But in the meantime... And in fact, two. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. But our, uh, our, our, our Halloween uh, set is going to be a lot of fun, and I am very excited for... 
that thing. That's going to do it for us. So on behalf of uh, Andrew, Sonia, Jessica, and Sam, this is Sean saying thank you all so much. for. Oh, yeah. By the way, Sam's not here tonight because he's sick. I should have said that like three hours ago. Anyway, um, he's, he's, he's sick. We, we just thought you, he was Sam. really quiet the whole show. <laughs> he, his controller battery went to sleep. And he just never unmuted himself. He just didn't know what to say. Yeah, he had nothing yeah. to say about this movie. He's sick. Uh, anyway, on behalf of all those people I just said, this is Sean saying thank you all so much for listening. And we'll see you next week for The Gentleman. This is Cheap Seat Reviews.